When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Four straight wins for the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, get on the wagon or the streetcar or whatever you want to call it because the oats are buzzing. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the After Dark edition of the PHNX Coyotes postgame show presented by Four Peaks Sports aren't the same without a four peaks in hand don't forget to hit that like button subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review i'm leah here with pd craig we got danielle behind the scenes craig is wearing his Qantas pajamas we're ready to get into it oh my, um, head. All right. oh my. here we go here we go craig is wearing a hat so tall it is off the screen <laughs> yeah i don't know about this i'll hang with it for a little bit here just to amuse you guys yeah, well, it's not working. <laughs> it's eleven twenty, Petey. I know it. It is so past my bedtime. Um, big win for the Oats. I, I, this is this was one of those games that you were worried about. They were traveling on the road. San Jose been playing well, and I tell you what, the the good players and the big players played well, and it was a great night for that top line to really get on track. Talked about how Schmaltz really needed to get going again, and I, I thought Schmaltz, Keller, and Kerfoot were fantastic together tonight. So it's a big step forward for that group. Yeah. I, and I know a lot of people have been wondering about Nick Schmaltz. So just might as well say it out here too. I said it in the discord, he's playing through something. He he's not a hundred percent right now. Um, and I know that's, that's been a little bit of a, probably a, a knock or a criticism in the past. He's playing through something right now. You can, you can make arguments whether he should or not, but like you said, PD, he produced tonight and the Coyotes got a, I mean, they're, they're going into the Christmas break guys and they're going to be in a playoff spot. We know that now they're going to be in a playoff spot. So all in all, no matter what happens in Colorado, you got to feel good about this stretch for the Coyotes. They're going to feel good about themselves at the break. Yeah. Let's not talk about the avalanche right now. Let's, <laughs> let's enjoy, let's enjoy this one tonight before we start talking about the abs. <laughs> oh boy. Well, let's get things started off by checking out the numbers presented by desert financial credit union, Arizona's number one credit union named by Forbes five, two is the final sharks ended up out shooting the coyotes ever so slightly 31 to 29 Coyotes found success on the power play one for three sharks, just zero for one. And then slight edge to the Coyotes in the faceoff circle shot attempts, pretty even 65 for the sharks, 61 for the Yotes. So you look at this here and it, you know, pretty even game in the, in the stat, the statistical categories. However, you know, Sean Dersey back in the lineup, a little spark on the power play. Great. Just a great all around game from the Coyotes. Yeah, if you look inside the stats uh, up until, you know, the Sharks started coming at the end when they were down, the Coyotes were outchancing San Jose pretty badly, actually. It was a significant margin in this game in both scoring chances and high danger chances for a while. San Jose did close that gap trying to come back. But again, like you said, I thought the Coyotes played a really good road game for the most part. There were, there's always going to be some hiccups. The second goal against Karel Vimelka was something. But he redeemed himself with a lot of big saves tonight, so he he continues a good stretch. 
Yeah, you know, you look at that first period, Craig, and there was a point in that first period right after the like when Duclair scored, you go, uh oh, like yeah. they they had the better of the chances. Vimelka came up with three five alarm grade a saves and you go oh my gosh he's back like he he really made some great saves tonight. And i know i've been harsh and critical of him um at the beginning of the season but he made some great saves some his pads stretched out he looked back to himself and then he let a shot that i'm pretty sure both you and i could probably stop now like not at our at our peak I mean, it, it was almost in slow motion it like, was I, I don't know what was happening it was like get it get it get it right He's, yeah exactly he had like four or five chances to get it yeah, but. and then it went in so i don't know if he was he just felt bad for the sharks at home and something before <laughs> christmas or what but but overall i thought he played well and that was the, my concern is at the end of the first period i really thought the sharks were coming on and i go oh this could be trouble uh, and then I tell you what, the, the Coyotes, from that point on, the Coyotes really took over the game, I thought. Yeah, took over in the second period. No score in the first. That's now four straight games for the Coyotes with no goals in the first period. Um, Got to improve upon those starts, I guess. But doesn't matter. All you have to do is... <laughs> win the game, how, whatever that takes. And they did so in the second, three goals in the second period, two goals in the third. And I mean, the San Jose Sharks, like they're a lottery team. We're talking about them being a team that's in the running for the first overall pick, but that's not to take anything away because they've had some unbelievable games this season. The the declare breakaway goal was, you know, a beautiful goal on their part. And then Veggie let that one in, which was a bummer for him because coming into tonight's game, he was on actually a shutout streak and he ended up ending that at 156 minutes and 55 seconds, which clears his previous career long at 114 minutes. So great stretch for Veggie, um, you know, despite that one bad goal, just in general, as he builds his confidence back after, you know, a rough couple first months of the season there. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Your I just, you know what? Full effect. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, there we go. What's our at home chemistry uh, ironed yeah. out? Yeah, we haven't in a while. That was good comment, Leah. That was good. He was good. Can I say something? Yeah, Nikita Okodiak. I just wanted to say his name. That's all. There's a Nikita. few names on that team. I, yeah. I tell you what, I am so glad that I'm not an announcer for that team. Like, wh- there's some tongue twisters on there. That's a tough team. Like, whatever happened to you know, like Josh Brown? Let's get more of that. Um, <laughs> this, 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 I thought the Coyotes. You know, you, you you keep saying this that you want them to win different ways, and they came from behind against Ottawa. And this is one they played to, to Craig's point, a really good, steady road game. I thought they were physical to start. I think they set a tone early, and it wasn't just O'Brien tonight. I thought Dumba got involved physically. Um, so they they did a lot of things differently than they didn't win with just their speed. They they played a little bit different game. The concern I had though is all of the guys that were almost hurt, and and that's a long list tonight. And this yeah. could have been tragic. Yeah, Dursey, McBain, Cooley, obviously with the big scare there late, but and we still don't. I, I still don't know what's up with him. He came out and and tested it, uh, so maybe that's a good sign. But we'll probably get a little more of a with report. Cooley. Yeah, Cooley. You know what Cooley was, and and I. This is after dark, so I don't I can say whatever I want to. This is he. He's like when you go to youth hockey. 
And, and he's like, Oh my God, your, your eight year old is hurt. And there's parents on the ice and the coaches are on the, like, Oh my God, he's hurt. And then you get to the bench and go, Oh, it's a power play. Oh, I'm ready. I'm good to go. <laughs> like what? We thought you were going off on a stretcher and now you're out there. Like I was, I, so I kind of laughed at home because that's kind of what it like, like, you know what? He probably got a little stinger on his hip and he probably lost some sensation in his leg. I mean, again, not being a doctor, but to be able to come from that hard of a hit and he was clearly favoring his leg. He couldn't skate, put any pressure on that leg all the way back to the bench. He stood up and, Unless Bill Nervig was a miracle worker with Z Z gone, so Bill Nervig worked magic uh, on the the medical team there, and he was up and he was fine. He actually had one of the better scoring chances on the ensuing shift with a shot from the top of the circle. So that one was scary. I, I was very concerned about what was going to happen to Clayton Keller there. So that's great that he that he hopped up to to Clayton Keller. What? Did I say Keller? <laughs> you said I was worried what was going to happen to Clayton Keller. <laughs> I'm done. I just, let's well, go listen, to bed. Clayton Keller is the last guy oh. who slammed into the boards, and we all were traumatized. I know. By it, so I yeah, and he was that. him tonight. The sharks. It was that the sharks. Yeah. Oh my I, god! I'm glad you didn't tell me that while we were still watching the game. Sharks yet? <laughs> Seriously. Oh, yeah, man. but but I thought Keller was this is a, this again was another complete game by Clayton Keller. And you look yeah. at that first goal, the first goal, the Kesselring goal. Keller makes the play in the defensive zone. He breaks up the play. He he back checks hard, and he stick on puck. He separates the San Jose player from the puck. Kesselring up the ice quickly, and Keller makes an unbelievable pass. And then he gets the big goal on on the the, the breakaway, and the great play on the power play. Keller was all over it tonight. And, and Leah, make a note because I'm not going to because it's too late. Make a note. We need to do the Keller point comparison. Yes, for Saturday. Three points for Keller tonight, Fantastic. a goal and two assists, and he is crowned tonight's dog in him. Um, it was really between him and Kerfoot, and we'll give Kerfoot his flowers in a minute, but the play he made on that TikTok tic-tac-toe play on the power play that ended in the Schmaltz goal was so beautiful that he had to get this. So Clayton Keller, he has that desert dog in him, one goal, two assists tonight, um, and he now has goals in three straight games. So. He was He's doing bugging. TikTok. Is that what you said? Are we going off the rails here? I'm ready. I'm just, do you think the coyote inside the chest hurts? Like inside, is it in the lungs or is it? Do you, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it gives you a little boost. I don't know. Couldn't be oh worse my than gosh. mine. <laughs> Leah's about to cut us off and just do a solo show like this. <laughs> I guess. Well, good Lord, that basketball team, and they don't have a win yet either. The Coyotes are four in a row, and I'm not sure if the Suns will win again this season. So, Oh, my gosh. Uh, Altex is outraged about Kerfoot not being the dog. But don't worry, Altex, we'll give Kerfoot his flowers. But I do want to just... I do just want to acknowledge Keller, um, his 12th of the season, three points tonight, I think puts him right on the pace or if not ahead of the pace that he was on last season when he ended up tying Keith Kachuk's single season goal scoring record. Um, you mentioned, we already talked about it a little bit off the top, but the, the top line tonight, all of them had points. They had a productive night and that's what you want to see. Cause the nights that they're quiet, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, that's not, that's not your role. And so they they played up to their role tonight. Yeah, it's it's good to have different lines step up. For a while, it's been the Michelli, Bugstad, Kraus line. They've probably been the most consistent line all season. But yeah, you need your top line to score. You need your top line to figure it out. And our, as long as we're 
we mentioned Alex Kerfoot. Like his his analytics in game were off the charts. Now he was fantastic. He's been so good, so consistently for such a long stretch here. I if if you had asked me which of those free agent signings was going to make the biggest impact, he wouldn't have been first or second in my in my guesses. I would have thought it would have been Jason Zucker or even Matt Dumba, maybe even Nick Bukestad, because I knew the chemistry that he had with his line mates. But Alex Kerfoot has just been literally that Swiss Army knight, the jack of all trades. He's doing so much for them, and he's so solid in all three zones. What an incredible signing he has been so far. Yeah, but one of the things, Craig, and I was asked this earlier today, is is why? Like what, what makes, what, what gives him the ability to be that guy that can be up and down the lineup? And, and I think the answer is one, I think he pays, plays with incredible pace. I think he plays very quick so he can skate. And if you can skate, you can keep up with almost anyone. So that's one. But I think his hockey IQ helps him adjust to different styles of play. Cause even as a small guy, he can play physical if he needs to. But he also can make plays and he can get to the net. He, he's, he is so good at so many different skills. But I think what sets him apart is his ability to skate and get up the ice with, with pace. And I think well, that that's what makes him so right? Yeah. And he can play dang, yeah, both ways. His awareness is incredible on the ice. I watch his defensive awareness. He just always seems to understand what he needs to do. He's always breaking up plays. Yeah, again, just can't, can't say enough about his play right now. I'm glad he's had the opportunity to shine here too, you know, coming from a place like Toronto. And we talk about all the time how he can play any role in the lineup, but uh, on the ESPN broadcast, they interviewed Clayton Keller after the first period and he talked about it. He was like, he can play first line, he can play fourth line, he can play defense really well. Like it just seems like, you know, the same thing over and over, but it's so true. And I think that shuffling him to this top line on, you know, unfortunately Barrett Hayton's out till at least February 1st. So, you know, they're going to have to find find some consistency on that line and honestly I mean Kerfoot he's looked good with them on the power play he's no Barrett Hayton but he's looked good there he's looked good on this top line and you really saw that come to fruition tonight with the chemistry that the three of them had and someone in the chat mentioned the pass that he made I mean Clayton Keller made that initial crazy play but then it went to Kerfoot to Schmaltz for that tic-tac-toe play Um, Mm -hmm. he just you know being in front of the net at the right place at the right time there's not a lot of players on this team that can drive the net and even though he's not a huge guy he's still does it and he still is successful with it. Yeah, I, I think you're right. He, and his ability to make those plays in tight is what allowed that great goal. I think one of the things, his net front ability, it's not like Barrett Hayton. It's different. He's got quick hands. He can make those plays in tight. He can get collect rebounds. The one thing that Barrett Hayton do, can do is he plays that physical style in the blue paint, and he's going to cause and disrupt the goaltender in the defense. So it's a little bit of a different style, but they're both very effective. And you can see that tonight on the power play. And, and honestly, this power play needed to get a goal. Like they just needed to because it's it's struggled since the Pittsburgh game and even before that. Um, so I think it was important and a huge step forward for this group. And, and honestly, Sean Dursey makes the difference. Like he his ability to walk the line and make the plays and deliver pucks from that blue line makes a huge difference on this power play. Yeah, absolutely. We still have so much more to talk about. After the first period, I was like, oh no, this game is kind of like, it's. are we going to get another one nothing game? And no, it was a 5-2 game. So we still have so much more to get into. Um, but as I like to tell everybody, you should be like Craig Morgan and bank at Desert Financial Credit Union because in the words of Craig, if it's good enough for Craig Morgan, it's probably too good for you. Desert Financial Credit Union, that's their new tagline. Um, and for I think more I saw 80, that on a commercial today, Leah. Yeah, I you know, I think, sure. I think they're into it. Um, that might have been they, high. 
They've been around for 84 years and they have an amazing offer right now. They're pretty much giving out free money because right now when you open a free checking account online, you get $200 in bonuses. So you can get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200. Who doesn't want a few extra bucks, especially around the holiday season. Um, and if you've already taken that offer up and you want a few extra bucks, perhaps you can win some over at bet MGM coyotes are on a heater right now. You can bet the coyotes money line there. The puck line hit tonight. Again, the over and saves has been pretty successful. Those are kind of some tidbits for me that I'm looking at. Clayton Keller has been hot. All of these things you can bet on over at bet MGM. And if you haven't signed up yet, use the bonus code PHNX. You can place your first bet MGM sportsbook wager through the bet MGM sportsbook mobile application of at least $10. And if that bet loses your bonus bet will be available. Once your initial wager is settled, you can check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y 467-369-NEW YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. We do have a super chat uh, that I want to get to from, I believe, Roaring Fork. Um, and it says, Kesselring's going to leave Zuber and Doan down a roommate for the rest of the season, methinks. Um, Petey, I mean, ever since he walked and talked with you, a and difference. He, said, he said, I need goals. And what has he yeah. done? Scored three goals three. since he walked and talked with you. Three. For a guy two in not, the last two games. Not a goal score. But I tell you what, his offensive um, game is really picked up. Like, he's driving in and he's demanding the puck. Um, he looked good. And he looked as defending to even in, in the first period. It was I think it was the first period, that two-on-one. It's so long ago, I don't remember. The two-on-one, he breaks up with a nice stick play. Um, he's still... From the blue line and still has a sometimes has difficulties with his reads and a little late. And and again, that's just the speed of the game. But his overall game is improving every time he plays. And I I don't know how you keep him off the off the ice right now. It's too bad they had to give up Nick Bugstead to get him. Wait. Never mind. Wait, 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 what? That yeah. might be like honestly on the same level as Goss getting Goss to spare for nothing. Like <laughs> Yeah. It's unreal. Those guys that fill in the cracks, right? Those are those are the things that people talk about less. But you start seeing all the guys that stack up uh, on this roster. Right? Connor Ingram is another guy, obviously that they. I mean, we, we thought may, some people thought maybe he was ready to emerge, but who saw what was coming? You just keep finding guys like that that maybe are are ready for a better opportunity. That's good scouting, is what it is. It's good yeah. scouting. It's really good evaluation. But one thing about Kesselring, too, I mean, Sean Dersey came back in the lineup after missing, I believe, five games. And, you know, they had too many defensemen. And Yusuf Balamaki was a, I believe, a healthy scratch, Craig. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Michael Kesselring, who, you know, was called up from Tucson, has been scratched already this season. Healthy scratched. Um, he stuck in the lineup. And it was Valley Mackey that came out. Do you have any more insight on that? Yeah, and... and I, I, I talked to Bill Armstrong a little bit about this, and it, it's really it's it's a numbers game as as much as anything. Like when you look at the other options, who do you take out? Michael Kesselring just scored the game winning goal in the last game, and he, we're talking about how well he's playing. Matt Dumba had probably had his best stretch of the season, so you don't want to snap that. You don't want to break that up when he fa may finally be emerging. You start to go down the line, like 
Who do you take out of the lineup? Maybe you take out a Travis Dermott, but he's another guy that had just came back and was finding his legs. It's it's a tough situation. It's it's competition is what it is. You like to have that situation. And look, I'm not going to say that the Coyotes blue line is elite because we we we've said all season that they they probably need to improve this blue line overall. But when you look at the personnel they have, that's a tough call. Josh Brown was already out of the lineup. Who do you take out if you don't take out Yusuf Valibaki? I'm guessing he's going to be back in soon. He played 20-plus minutes against Ottawa. It may just be a situation now where, hey, you're really going to face some competition. You're going to have to earn getting back in the lineup if they stay healthy. And one of the things, too, you look at a guy that that is coming off a pretty big injury, still wearing the bubble, and, I, and I'm not using that as an excuse, but I don't think it's the same use of Alamaki as he was prior to that injury. And, and yeah. who wouldn't be a little more tentative, and, and uh, obviously. So I, I'm not surprised he's the one that came out of the lineup. I think all the other guys you mentioned, Craig, that have stayed in the lineup, offer different things than what, what you so Valamaki does. So um, in Dumba, I, he's a guy that – you know, we talk about the, the discord and the chat has been really hard on him. We've been hard on him and his ability to turn pucks over. He's been really good. And his physical play over these last two or three games has really made a difference. I thought he's defended well. He jumps up in the play. So I, I agree. You can't take him out. You, you talk about what Mosier brings. Um, and I think Dermot's one of those guys that can play on all sides of the puck, too. So I, I think you're right. I think you're going to see a revolving door as guys, kind of like you see in the goaltending. Like yeah. uh, veggie's starting to take a step yeah. forward right now. And you know what? And, you know, Ingram might take a back seat right now, but it could switch again. So I, I think on the back end, you're going to see something similar. Maybe Stetch is the next one out or yeah. I, I Stetch has played well lately too. He's played, made a lot of good sure. plays, but yeah. it's good to have options like that too on the back end. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's, it's not the worst problem to have. We won't see mm-hmm. nobody's going down because we are in the holiday freeze until the 28th. Um, so We'll see what happens there in the next game. But, you know, with a win, normally they stick with the same lineup. I know it's a little different because Jersey came back, even though they won the last game. Um, So we'll see how they approach that going forward. Um, I want to talk about Nick Schmaltz again because, Craig, you mentioned at the top that he's playing through an injury, um, but he hadn't had a point in eight games until tonight. Um, went seven straight games with no points. So you have to imagine that goal tonight was a huge, huge, huge way off his shoulders. Yeah, and you hope he's he's getting healthier as he's playing through this too, right? Uh, it's some, something didn't look right. I, I asked about it a little while ago and, and found out that he was, in fact, playing through something. Um, again, maybe you can. Maybe, obviously, guys don't want it. You don't want guys to play literally injured. But if, if it's a situation where they think they, they're not going to hurt the team and they can play through it, then you try and gut through it. I mean, that, that PD, you know, as well as anyone that, that plays in the dressing room, right? That, that earns respect of the other guys when you see someone gutting out something like that. Yeah. And, and, and two, when you're doing that, and if it is an injury, it can definitely affect the way you play mentally, not just physically, but you're, yeah. you, you shy away from things. You don't dig into the corners the same way. It makes you make different decisions. I, I, I think for Schmaltz too, he's a guy that needs to be playing with his motor and he needs to be skating. And it's one thing that hasn't been there, whether that's part of the injury or not. I don't think I've seen his feet moving. He's not paying, playing with his normal pace. And then it's easy to get away from you when you're not scoring and you're not getting points and you don't feel right. And it's just, it's hard to dig yourself out of that. So that goal, let's hope that gives him the confidence now that it, whether he's feeling something or not, let's hope he gets, he can get that confidence back in his game and he start playing like we've seen Nick Schmaltz play. And then 
the good news, Christmas breaks right around the corner. I mean, they're going to get three days. He can get, get his feet up, have a little eggnog and, and relax and hopefully come back from that. No, not eggnog. No, neither. Craig, Craig and I will talk more about that on tomorrow's show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not, not a fan either, but, but that maybe that rush will do him good and hopefully he can get, get feeling good about himself before the break starts. Absolutely. Uh, Rudo's here in the chat. Hi, Rudo. Rudo, go to bed. Oh, they had a game too. Well, he might be wondering what we're saying oh, about. Was he trolling? No. Did you see no, Nathan no. McKinnon? Did you see Nathan McKinnon tonight? No. Absolute wagon. Yeah. Did fire. I get he had four last I looked. I don't know, Rudo, if he got more than four, let us know. But Rudo, is he the MVP so far this season? I kind of think he is. Is he the MVP this season? I think it's Ivan Prozvatov, but. <laughs> no no oh, okay. but the, i tell you what this is and that's why it's important to get wins like this and which is what we've talked about playoff teams you beat ottawa and you beat san jose two teams at the bottom of their standings in their respective divisions you have to win because guess what you play colorado twice you play them the, and, and before the break and at the end of the break so yeah. you you better get wins when you're supposed to because you are going to get losses during the season now you may be able to scratch and find a way to get points against colorado i'm not saying they're automatic losses but i am saying that means that these games like tonight are so important and they yeah. almost in that first period you felt it start to slip away and then they started playing and so it's important in this four game streak they, they just can't go the other way like they did after the five-game streak, and they can't go streaking the other way. So let's hope they can get some points coming up. Yeah, same, too, with that, the win against Ottawa, like that like a, the, the bottom of the East. And at first, it didn't look very good in that game. They came back and won. So to get it done against Ottawa and San Jose, and then hopefully get one, like at least one win in these next two with Colorado, I think is really important. Um, I do want to go back to, you know, we talked about Nick Schmaltz scoring on the power play. We finally saw the power play breakthrough. Um, and there were some adjustments to PP1 and PP2. We saw Matias Michelli get it moved up to that first power play unit and Logan Cooley dropped down to PP2. What are your guys' thoughts on those moves? Well, I, I like, I'm going to ask PD for the, uh, the, the tactical thoughts on this. And I, I just don't think we're going to, we got a good sense of it yet. It's one game, right? We'll see if he sticks with it for a little longer, but we've, we've been talking about this. I like the idea of Matias Michelli up on that number one unit and then, allowing Cooley to play with the puck more, but I'd really like to hear what PD has to say on this one. Well, the, the the strength of Matias Michelli's is his ability to make plays through seams, and he can make plays that other players on this team cannot. And and right now, Logan Cooley hasn't been able to make those plays to get the puck to both Schmalta and or Keller on the power play. He hasn't, and you, you need a guy that can distribute the puck there. You don't need Logan Cooley to be a finisher. You've got guys on that on the power play that can finish. So I think putting Matias Michelli there – I think is a great move because he is going to be focused on distributing the puck and he can get through seams and he can find plays that others can't love the move. The second group, and I, I'm going to beat this drum until they make a change. I still, I would still like to see Michael Carcone off that right circle instead of Jason Zucker right now. And, and Zucker is getting shots there, but they're nowhere near going in either. They go off the bottom of his heel, they go over the net completely or they hit the goalie right in the crest. I like Jason Zucker. I think Jason Zucker is a great player, and I think he has a role on this team. Michael Carconi's a goal scorer. So let's just see if he can wind up that one-timer from that spot. He had that spot in the American League at Tucson. He played off that right circle. I'd like to see him try it here. But overall, the move of getting um, switching out Cooley and, and Michelli, I think, is a really good move. And we saw the power plays already connected, even though it wasn't a play by Michelli. But it, but it does change the, the chemistry on that line. So I think that power play now with Michelli and Jersey back, if you can get a big man in front, 
Kerfoot, nice play, but you get a big man in front. This is a really good power play. You love to see it, but Carcone better watch out because Lawson Kraus is coming for wow. the team goal scoring lead. Lawson Kraus, his 14th of the season tonight. An amazing shot, of course. Matias Pacelli and Bukestad on the assist, that second line clicking as always. But Lawson Kraus, I mean, who had Lawson Kraus and Michael Carcone tied for the team lead in goals with 14 each on December 21st? I think he said. If you said that to me, I would say, oh, like it has to be Keller and Schmaltz. No, it's it's Kraus and Carcone. So, I mean, I, really I, lo- agree. I love to so see it. must it. be true. Carco- Ruda said Carcone is the most efficient goal scorer in the league. Give it's him true. more time. And that is not an opinion. That is literal statistics. Yep. <laughs> that is that he is. Numbers don't lie. But yeah, I mean, Lawson Kraus, he's on a great pace, goal scoring pace right yeah, now. I tell you what. See that continue. That shot, though, it, one of the things you look at, the time he had to make that play. Like, I mean, yeah. San Jose, oh, I don't know if, if, if San Jose just – it's hard when you're when you're behind that late in the game. But but he had so much time, and he, you watch that again, and you see it from that rear view. Goaltender had no chance. Like, there, there was so much traffic and guys going to the net, and Kraus just waited, and he just waited until he could see that the goal he couldn't see. And that's a heck of a shot. It's a goal scorer's goal. And, and him coming on and saying 30 this year, and we're like, yeah, maybe, you know. No, it's, yeah, it's that last right. year. Like yeah. Now he's – It's right there. He's, well, yeah, he's, he's on pace for more than that, so we'll see. Crazy. Yeah. But you love to You love to see it, and at this point, never say never. Never, never say never. I think he can do it. You know where else I'm going to say never say never? Uh, the Arizona oh. Lottery Scratcher. Yes. We could win $500 right now. I'm in. That would that would be great. It would buy me a new microphone. <laughs> apparently my mind's broken. <laughs> but if you so know, I'm going to scratch this. You scratch that when we talk about, yeah, we talk about how eat. First of all, you can find Arizona Scratchers all over mm-hmm. the valley at Circle K's. Anywhere you shop for your groceries, fries, Circle K, whatever, Safeway, wherever you go, get them at the checkout stand. Get them because why, Craig? Amazing stocking stuffers. As you can see, Craig's got them all arranged right behind right. him. Beautiful Christmas setting. And they need Arizona Lottery Scratchers in all those stockings. You've got to talk it. Big shout out to CWP. I know he bought his um, Arizona Scratchers tonight before the game. Hopefully he had some holiday luck on those Scratchers. And Leah, back to you on our winnings. We are not winners tonight, but that's okay because this Scratcher cost me $1. And look at all the fun we had. I had so much fun. I literally went to Fry's. They had a vending machine of them, and I just yeah. picked out a bunch, and I put them in every single person who's getting a stocking for me this year. So C- easiest stocking stuff ever. CWP yeah. won a buck. That'd go any- Oh, hell yeah. Something else. Go, What's that? Well, who picked our uh, uh, thumbnail tonight? Oh, yeah. CWP. Shout out Charles. We, yeah. we put it up to the, our Discord to pick our thumbnail. And pause over Jaws. That was courtesy of CWP. So, Charles, thank you. Yeah, but Congrats. it's not fair, though. We'll catch up from you. It's not fair because he's a night owl. And so he's like he's just getting his creative That's juices true. and stuff going because he stays up all night. Like, Buddy, I can't think. Leah asked us, and I'm like, I got nothing. Literally nothing. I got. I started throwing on. Yeah, bad idea. But, but so I, I don't know if it's completely fair. Can't even finish a sentence. I can't. I, it's so late. 
Just to finish my thought, uh, go out and buy your holiday scratchers today. You can find a retailer like our friends at Circle K near you at ArizonaLottery.com. You must be 21 or older to play. Charles also sent us a photo, and I believe Karen did as well, of the Circle K snacks to fuel everybody through this 8.30 p.m. start. We saw some... um, some orange slices, some chips, some drinks, all those things available, of course, at Circle K. So next time you go to Circle K to fill up on gas, go inside, grab some snacks, grab a drink, grab some scratchers. Um, and when you fill up on gas and you're a part of the inner circle, you can save up to 20, you can save 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill-ups and three cents after that, plus Circle K, the inner circle is always giving you free stuff. I feel like Max walks into the office every day. Oh, I just got this, these free chips. Oh, it was free cookie day. There's always something so make sure you join the inner circle it's completely free to join all you have to do is download the circle k app today terms and conditions apply at participating locations visit circlek.com for detail we got a ten dollar super sticker from shane um and can you describe it for us i don't know let me go look at it but he also then commented yotes are a wagon happy holidays where is he Right now. He's in California. California. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? And I saw somebody, it was a coyote duck. I can't remember it now. They got to get up at 5 a.m. So they feel the pain. I will be also up at 5 a.m. Not because I have to, but because my dog will say I have to. Because guess who's sleeping right now? The dog. And I am not sleeping. Oh, man. The sticker is a little lemon guy dancing. That's that's fantastic. So on. thank you. Thank you. Did you guys hear, did you guys happen to tune into the, the pregame show for ESPN right when they came on air at, at, at eight 30? Did you hear not. Mike Monaco say, and there's some more of that mullet magic. Did you see that little, little slide of the mullet magic coming in on ESPN, yeah. the worldwide leader in sports? They should have given electric. the magician a shout out. They should have. I thought it, I, he was calling people trying to get on their air today. I know he was trying to get tricks on him, but if you want to get on national broadcast, what better way to do it than getting the, the mullet magician on your air? But oh my gosh, just couldn't break through. A lot bad. of people, a lot of people in the chat staying up late on in different time zones than us. It's one a.m. for all techs. It's super late for a lot of people. So we appreciate you staying up with us um, for after dark. We're approaching midnight here, Arizona time, just seven minutes away. And while you're here, there's a lot of you watching. So be sure to hit the like button on this video. Give us a thumbs up. It helps us out a lot. Let's take a look at the. Coyote's upcoming schedule, we mentioned the Avs bookend this holiday break in Colorado Saturday, and then Colorado visits Wednesday. The interesting thing about that Wednesday one is because of the holiday break, teams cannot do anything on the 24th, 25th, or 26th, which means Colorado will be flying in the day of the game on the 27th, which is interesting. And then the Coyotes go back on the road to Anaheim on that Friday for an 8 p.m. because... (sighs) Why Dang. not, right? Yeah. The, the, it's funny about the 27th. The, I think there are 14 NHL games that day. And if you look at that, they, they did a pretty good job with the schedule of making sure that none of those trips were too long. But it's not like Denver to Phoenix is a short flight. I think Winnipeg has to play in Chicago. There are a few doozies in there. Like, they have to go through customs, right? That's a tough one with the Christmas break. I, I still am a huge fan of the Christmas break. I'm glad that the NHL gives these players, the staff, the coaches, the execs time to spend with their family. But that that one game right after, that's an interesting one because it, it can be tough to fly in on the day of a game and then be expected to be, you know, on your game that night. Yeah. 
I don't know what the, the, the my thoughts on that with the CBA because I know you go back prior to the most recent CBA and you could actually travel and fly on Christmas Day. I recall packing a bag and doing my presents and then getting on a flight. No way. Later. Yeah, because games were the twenty sixth, but you you could fly on the twenty fifth. Couldn't play, but you could fly. So twenty fourth was off, and you could fly on those days. So I, I don't know. I, I guess the players would rather have the day off, but that travel day uh, on the 27th is a nightmare for some teams. And you, you it's almost not even fair. Like you, you can't get ready. You can't prepare. You haven't practiced because there's no ice time available on those things. You can barely right. running skate and then fly. It's just a mess. And I, I think to your point, Craig, either do it, either do it like New York plays New Jersey, you know, LA plays Anaheim or some of the teams travel that day and play the 28th or, you're going to have to – teams yeah. would rather fly out the night of the 26th. Yeah, don't have so many games on the 27th, right? Just yeah. delay it a day. Like a, a, a Have games come back, but there's enough yeah. teams that are close. Florida, Tampa, yeah. do all the rivalry games. do like games. New York, yeah. New Jersey or something. Yeah, all the rivalry games. They're great. There you, you go. Know, Calgary, Edmonton complain. Remember, Toronto got fined for this when they flew on yes. the outs. They flew early. Not at like 10, 15 at night, and they got fined for it. So – you can't do it. I, I guess you could leave it like twelve or one a.m. But who wants to do that? that that's yeah, yeah. Almost worse. yeah. Because you don't want. I mean, you don't want guys getting hurt because they haven't been on the ice, and now you're you don't get yeah. the proper warm ups. I mean, you literally get from the plane, drive to the rink, and play. I mean, it's. I don't. I don't know if I like that. I, I agree. They should. Maybe they don't need fourteen games. Maybe we need eight. Uh, you take. You know, Philadelphia plays Pittsburgh, and it's just every year the day after break. It's those two teams. I, I don't know. Well, go, put it on your list to talk to Gary about. <laughs> They oh, need man. something. But before that, the ads are on Saturday, the next game for the Coyotes, before they have those days off. What a weird game for Colorado tonight. At one point, down 4-2. Come back once again, Ottawa. Eek, oh. Four oh. unanswered goals against for the second game in a row. Yikes. No, um, a coach bump. Yeah. Gorgiev no. played tonight. Do the Coyotes see Prozvitov on Saturday? I don't know. Colorado, you know, they, they're having a strong season, but they've also had some very, very weird games. We know that the Coyotes tend to play well against Colorado. Can the Coyotes put together another five-game win streak? What do you guys think? I, I have no idea, um, but it's 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 the Christmas break. Like anything could happen. If if a team starts looking, hey, we're, we're off after this. Who knows? Who knows what the mindset of a team is going to be? Who knows if they'll get Ivan Prosvetov, which would be a, a really interesting angle to that game as well. I hope they do. I'd love to see them play him at some point this season. Yeah, I wouldn't count on it. They're tied with Dallas right now. Those points are incredibly important. They get three days off. I think you're going to see Georgiev. I, I know it's a nice storybook. Let's throw Prozvatov in there. They need to win. They're yeah. going into the break. They, they, they need, and Georgiev's going to get a break. So I, I would be really surprised that if, if it was a yeah. back-to-back, I'd say you'll see Prozvatov in that one. Cause they think, you know, you want to play against your old team and shove it up there. Um, chimney. And I didn't say it. It's Santa Claus. Say it on this show. I mean, um, I probably could, but but I, 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 this Colorado Avalanche team is a tale of two teams, and you, you they're they're five and five in their last ten. Like when they're going, that team is going. But when they're not, they're not. And one of the concerns I had, and I saw it on the the DNVR show as they were talking about it, is the communication in the locker room where players are calling out other players, and you get Devon Taves, who's a He's a guy who's won a Stanley Cup now, and he's a he just called guys out. And I mean, if some guys aren't aren't pulling their weight, so sometimes when that internal strife happens in a room, 
things can break down. So they absolutely are coming with everything the day before they go on break. So I think it's a good test for the Coyotes. It's a team that, you know, you're going to have to, if you want to make the playoffs, this is the kind of team you're going to have to play against. So see where they stack up against one of the league's best in the West right now. And, And they're, like I said, they're tied with Dallas. Let's see. And they've played well against the Colorado Avalanche at at Ballerine over the last few years. So never say never. Yeah. I don't know if it's Ingram or Veggie, though. I yeah, don't know. Do I. And I, I mean, I, I think Colorado is going to play the same goalie in both games against the Coyotes because of the, the rest that he gets. Um, but I do, too. They have had some success. The Coyotes won't even they're, – they're staying in San Jose tonight because of the late game and flying to uh, Denver tomorrow. But we'll see. I, I, like I said, though, at the top of the show, whatever happens in that game – They've closed. They've come back from that losing streak, and they're going to be in a playoff spot when they hit the Christmas break. That's that's quite an accomplishment for this team. Craig, we talk about this too, though. The, the, the Christmas break now, we've always talked about American Thanksgiving, and that's the mm-hmm. date, the American Thanksgiving. We're, by the way, I heard someone today say Craig American has the Christmas. stats. I know, American, that's so funny. I heard American Christmas today. I really did. Um, but it's Christmas time, and they're still in a playoff spot. And I don't know if people – People were saying, oh, Edmonton's coming. Minnesota's coming. Edmonton's not coming anymore. (laughs) Edmonton, that's a bit. They end up with a comeback win tonight, but they've got a huge, huge hole to dig out of. I I don't know. It's it's not just that Edmonton's got points to make up. They've got to jump over one, two, three, four, five teams to get in. I I saw something online, and I think it was my goal to put it out, as percentages of making the playoffs – and Edmonton's percentage to make the playoffs was much higher than Arizona's. What the actual F is that? It's like, just who, it depends on the model, right? It yeah, well, that's a bad model. That's all I got to say. <laughs> we'll see. That, that's yeah. a long way to go. I could see like Calgary and St. Louis are in a better spot than Edmonton right now. I, I, I don't know. I, I since, just I don't know. Since the 1979-80 season, if a team was in the playoffs in a playoff spot at the Christmas break, 85% of those teams have made the playoffs. So there's your stat. Three teams real. didn't do it last year, however, but yeah. 85 it's it's a you know, it's a lot of it, it's the vast majority of those teams are making the playoffs if they're in position at that point. It's interesting. It is interesting. And right now the Coyotes, you know, maintain that wild card spot and yeah, I mean, it's it's just wild that they're in that position. And <laughs> Rudo, Rudo in the chat said, "See you guys. Looking forward to seeing you guys in round one. Ugh. It'll be a quick four, oh, Rudo. It'll be a quick that. four. That. <laughs> oh, that was the that was. By the way, and I have used this before. That was the last game I ever worked in the National Hockey League. A seven-two drubbing by the Colorado, and I, I never did it again. So I still get, get like the little nightmare jerks from that one. So no. No, I almost rather play Vegas. No, that's not good either. That's no good. There's no good matchup. Never. Eighty-five percent chance, though. Interesting. It is. It is. It's crazy. We're talking about this. It is. Um, the thing that I've been waiting for most of all tonight is the punch card because we had something extremely cool happen with tonight's punch card. I don't so- think it's ever happened before. Danielle, let's pull up the punch card presented by Arizona Lottery. Again, don't forget to get out and buy your holiday scratchers because if this was a lottery ticket, it would be a winning ticket. We have three different Connect Fours. We have a down Connect Four, an across Connect Four, and then we have the Connect Four above. Look at that. Look at that intersection. Look at that splotch of green. That, That is crazy. That is absolutely amazing. 
I missed, I still missed the one where it was uh, like all messed up just to mess with Petey's mind. Yeah, it worked. It was awful. <laughs> yeah. It was awful. We might have to just pull that out every once in a while, Danielle. Yeah, yeah Danielle was trying to get my anxiety going. It worked. Oh my gosh. Um, Charles sent us a $12 super chat saying connect four times three, which Charles is always clever with the, the amounts he sends. Four times three is 12. Um, and I know Charles is our, also our punch card expert. So thank you, Charles. Caleb said, need a new punch card. It's too perfect. Got to try something new. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and then Blantly Asinine says, winning ticket. I agree that if that was a lottery ticket, it'd be a winner. Don't know what they'd win. Did they win a first round exit to Colorado? I don't know. <laughs> Can you imagine though this team? In, in all seriousness, this team making the playoffs? Because I, I, I don't know if any of us predicted. I think as they started to sign some of these free agents and make the deals they made over the summer, we said, "Yeah, it's a better team." But we, we all said it. Like, there's no way this team is a playoff team because teams like Minnesota and Edmonton are much better, and then, then they're not. And and I think that's that's the excitement of the parody, and that that's what one of the things the cap does is it makes it a little more even. I know people cheat a little bit, but it makes it more even. And there is parody in the West. There, I don't know if it, there are so many teams still in this, but to think the Arizona Coyotes are in a playoff spot at Christmas is just phenomenal. I, I would have never ever have predicted this. You know, I think I like the NHL salary cap even more than the NBA's. The way well, they do it. Well, we're not going to talk about if we talk about that baseball guy. Do we get oh. SEO? If we do get more SEO, not if we talk actual, about him. We don't need that negativity. I'm sure they'll talk about it on PHNX D-backs tomorrow. I turn into that show because I want to hear about that. I, I that's over. Dodgers. We're going to talk about it in a writer roundtable that I have coming on Saturday, right before the last game, because uh, I I got uh, eight questions that I asked of Megan Angley in D- at DNVR, yep. Charlie O'Connor at wow. PHLY. And Mario Terabisi at at CHGO. So Get we're all here. here. We got together and we did it. We did a roundtable of eight burning questions that'll come Saturday on gophnx.com. That's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. That's a neat idea. Huh. That's really cool. And by the way, if you missed it, um, our we have our diehard blog. Craig, what is the new name? <laughs> it's the dry heat check. It's a dry heat. The dry heat check. Okay, I was going to say index, but that was the old name. Um, PD actually contributed. I did. Well, kind of. Craig helped. A lot of help. (laughs) But you did the video. I did did the video. video. I did very little. I did like five minutes of work. No. Expl- can you explain what it was? I did. Well, I just I, I threw it in the diehard. I did the the breakdown from the last game against the Ottawa Senators on how poorly the Coyotes defended the net front. And I know Ingram got pulled in that game, so I wanted to show what led up to those goals. And I put it in video form, and then Craig helped write a little introduction headline and put it on uh, the blog for me on the little Dry Heat Index. So it was fun, and dry it was only check. available. Dry Heat Check. It was only available for yeah. our diehards. That's right. Yeah. So it's cool, really dry cool. hard. And, and now that I know dry hard, now that I know how to do it, well, I don't really know how to do it. Craig knows how to do it, and I know how to get it to Craig. I think it's something fairly easy that I will do for the diehards fairly frequently. And a lot of diehards in our Discord have been asking oh for specific gosh. things, and yeah. PD is like going to follow through on a yes, lot of them. I'm not making promises on your behalf, but no, but they, 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 yes, no, I'm excited. The next one that's coming out and we're going to do it just after the Christmas break. We're going to do some, some hockey one Oh one is what they called it, but we're calling it PD's puck talk beginners edition. So that people are just learning the game and we're going to really simplify the game. So you know what you're looking for, for, for new hockey fans. So I'm looking forward to it. 
two other things about that blog before we get off of it. Um, and, and obviously, there's a lot more that we're doing for diehards, and the mailbag's coming up again uh, next week um, because it's the end of the month again. But two two things coming for the blog. First of all, Espo, Saul, and I are discussing a way for diehards to contribute to the blog. So that could be another benefit to diehards. It's it's going to come. We're just going to figure out how it, it has to happen. And you know what the other thing I want to see on the blog, Petey? I want to see a Leah Merrill blog. I want to see a Leah Merrill contribution coming up. Yes. I agree. I got you. I'll I, do it. Craig got a great idea coming, so hopefully she can pull it off. We'll see. We'll tell her offline. Okay. Offline. Sounds good. But, yeah. I'm excited anyway. for that. It's fun. The blog <laughs> just, is fun. Just one of the many perks of being a diehard. The Discord was on fire tonight. I had so much fun, especially because we're home tonight. So I was watching the game by myself. But when I was in the Discord, I really felt like I was watching with a group of people. Um, we had some good shtick going on in there. It was just so much fun. I love the community element of uh, our diehard community. So become a diehard today. If you're not already, go phnext.com slash diehard. You can also give the gift of a diehard membership this holiday season and you get 20% off at phnextlocker.com, 20% off events and diehard exclusive content like we just talked about. So definitely consider becoming a diehard. We have a super chat from Aiden, a $3 Canadian super chat and i believe the comment that goes with it was guys two years ago this phnx after dark would have been hell watching strawman king louis beagle Russell, lad capo bianco riley nash mayo boyd at one c let's enjoy this playoffs in year three unreal you just unlocked some yeah there's some memories, bad memories there yeah that's the I, it's funny i'd like to go back now leah this is going to create some work for you um but we need to go back and speak and pull the the wheel of fantasy bits that we did and see yeah. how close we were to saying like they're in the playoffs you're like what playoffs there's no way but here they are can you imagine the closer this gets like every month oh no the Kyrie's are gonna fall no they're hurt now they're gonna fall they're gonna be out of the playoff spot and here they are so every day it gets closer the nhl is freaking out because <laughs> the mullet arena hosting playoffs was not in the plan so this is fun i can't wait Oh, I mean, it's not going to be a problem. Bill Daly says it's not a problem. He doesn't see any issues. What are you talking he doesn't see any issues. <laughs> yeah. well, whoever has to figure media out. Seating, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, where the, the media is in trouble. I don't know where they're going to put the media. Maybe on the bench with the players. Like There's yeah, a couple spots by Andre. Right? Stand lay up, on yeah. the catwalk and like look down. Yeah. Um, whoever needs to plan out the logistics for that needs to take an OGs first <laughs> to get creative. Yes, they do. <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, if you haven't tried OGs, check them out We're at any dispensary in the Valley. They're local made, they're scratch made, and they make a great holiday gift again for the 21 and over crowd in your life. They have Indica, they have Sativa, they have Sleep Edition, Microdose, etc. So to learn more about OGs, mouthwatering options, and upcoming deals, head on over to OGs Brands. Dot com. I'm literally staring at a bag of OGs like across from me right now. Um, I have the Indica mini pack, the creams, all the different creams, the blackberries and creams, the orange creams, cool. Um, I love the blackberries and creams one. So I don't know. After we, it's 1209. <laughs> Indica to get to sleep. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Or, um, yeah maybe PD and I'll just take them and stay up at this point because we're going to get up in like four hours. You're getting hours. up in four hours? Yeah. yeah. I exactly. am going to get up soon and walk the dog. He's, he's, he'll be well rested. Well, you'll, you guys. Wiley has the alarm set. 
It's unreal. <laughs> you guys will be so tired. Your eyes will be bloodshot. So just put on your shady rays tomorrow. Nobody has to oh, see your eyes. I have mine, um, but I fall asleep if I put them on. Yeah, don't put them on dark. right now. Oh boy. Um. Yeah, shady rays. Another great holiday gift. I'm serious. Like, check them out. Stylish, affordable, durable. I have shady rays. I absolutely love them and they i've had them for months they don't have a scratch on them they've been like stuffed at the bottom of my backpack and have survived um so check it out you can also check out their brick and mortar location at kirlin commons if you like to hold things in your hand before you buy them and exclusively for our listeners shady rays is giving out their best deal of the season you can go to shadyrays.com and use code phx for 50 percent off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over two hundred and fifty thousand people Anything else before we head out, you guys? Yeah, I have what some breaking news. Bed? I have a some breaking, breaking news. I do. My um, my all city Christmas order has shipped. Woohoo! After, after I watched Danielle wear her Arizona versus everybody shirt yesterday, and mine hadn't shipped yet, it I, I shipped my pants today. Shipped my pants. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh That's the best commercial ever. Google it. Kmart, I shipped my pants. It's a, you shipped your pants? I shipped my pants. It's really funny. It's a great ad. PD, I almost wore that again today, but I was afraid of making you mad, even though I knew I wasn't going to see you. I didn't well, he would somehow know. I would have been mad. And and people in my in my Christmas giving circle would be mad too, because there's a lot of PHNX shirts that, that are going to be under the Christmas tree. So I'm, I'm very, very excited that that's on the way. So that I, I was my to, breaking news. I have to say too, actually last night I was at my cousin's house and my cousin's husband was like, Oh, can you get me another one of these shirts? I pick, I take out my phone, I order a shirt and later and this morning, first thing I get an order, it shipped. Yeah. What is it with you? Like, do you know these? Like we all work there. Like, <laughs> I know them? Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, I do too. Maybe that's why. <laughs> Hello, there's Petey again. <laughs> Asshole. Grumpy keep his stuff. Yeah. Grumpy keep his. Craig, did you see that question in the chat? Someone asked, and I've already lost it. Did you see Javier Gutierrez's interview on ESPN? Christopher asked. Any Christopher thoughts on Canfield. Javier's interview? Any thoughts? Nothing new in that interview. Oh, no. Absolutely nothing new in it. So as I've reported before, and I said this in the in the Discord, um, he had told me, and I reported it a while ago, that they had hoped to have an announcement by the end of the year, but it could stray into the new year. So that's not news. It's also not news, even though so many outlets in other cities keep saying, well, what are they going to do after year three at Mullet? Because they only have a three-year contract. I literally reported it the day they signed the deal that ASU was okay extending it on a year-to-year basis. So that's not an issue at all. Um, I honestly... I didn't hear anything new in that interview. I just heard a sort of a rehash of what we've heard before and not, not criticizing Javier in any way. It's a different market. They, they probably don't know some of these details. He's from San Jose. So maybe it made sense to bring him on, but in terms of news value, there was nothing new that he said tonight. There you have it. Yep. Yep. I, uh, I agree as well. But I will say this though, for a national broadcast and, and aside from his interview, um, but if you if you look at the content during the game, I thought it was you, we've seen some some times when the Arizona Coyotes have been on national broadcast and it's been uh, not good. And tonight, I thought it was very fair. I thought it was very fair and, and had a lot of positive things to say about the Arizona Coyotes. And it's just nice to be on a national stage, play well, perform well, have your good players play well, and get recognized to more people than than just the Arizona market. So I think that was really good. 
What did you think of that 30 for 30 documentary during the first period? I just love that we learned that Capo drinks two espresso shots when he gets oh, to the yeah. Save it for the intermission, maybe? Yeah. Could I like wow, it was like five minutes of action went without long. anybody talking about the game. That was weird. That I was know weird. it was I, I appreciate them trying new things. It it was unbelievable access. That I will say that. And I, I've said the same thing that I've said in baseball interviews too. They do that and then last the entire inning. Make a quick hitter, ask them a few questions, but hey, I'm I I, I it's the mouse. Like they, they, they know what they're the doing. Mouse. I'll, I'll, I'll let it go at that. Capo, capo. Oh man. All right. Well, we'll wrap up as it is 12, 14 AM. Um, <laughs> oh boy. Coyotes win five, two against the sharks, four straight wins, three point nine for Keller and Kerfoot. Awesome. Awesome game. Um, and one more before Christmas in Colorado. So we'll be live then after that game on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. We'll also be live tomorrow at 2 PM. Me and Craig today, I guess Friday, um, to talk a little bit of world juniors and coyotes prospects to watch at the world juniors. That's right around the corner. So can't wait. And we'll talk about Christmas as well. So that's, what's, upcoming on phnx sports again be sure to subscribe and if you're listening on audio be sure to rate review and subscribe there as well it helps us out a lot you can follow each of us on twitter if you're watching on youtube our ads are right there um he's at s peter talkie he's at craig s morgan i'm at leah merrill you can follow danielle at abraca danielle and you can follow the show at phnx underscore coyotes enjoy the rest of your night everybody get some rest and we will see you tomorrow at two